0: Jam Space.
1: Another episode of the Jam Space. Hey, it's Jam Space, everybody. Watch the jungle and garage beats all over the place today. Shout out to Ip Switch. <laughs> this is an episode of a podcast. It's My all pieces in dolly bush. You ever heard of it? I'm from England, see? Right. Jam, space. Space jam. Jam, we're space. We're going to talk about
0: aliens in space. this is and the we're going to talk song. about jam.
1: This is the theme song for this episode. All right, geezers. Best one yet. Best one. Grab your mates. Video game sounds. All that shit. Uh-oh.
0: Never heard of it. Well, well heard of it. Check it out. That's right. It's a right vapor wave in here. Yeah. 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 Oh. Hey, what's up? It's Jam Space. My name is Colton Dunn. My name is Scott Rogers. And this is the podcast where we talk about jams and we talk about space. And when I say jams, I mean you music, say man. space. <laughs> Jam. Space. Jam. Space. We talk about like music, stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. then we also talk about space, like aliens Aliens and and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And we may do some deep dives into some other things. Mm -hmm. There might be other segments. How are you doing this morning, Scott? So good. Yeah?
1: I'm loving this podcast, i got to be honest. You having a good time? It's straight up filling my heart. I feel inspired straight up, and I'm having a great time, and I'm not going to downplay that. I know it's cool to be... Relax, bro. Whatever.
0: It's cooler to be cool, though.
1: Agreed. Yeah. Um. How are you, listener?
0: How's it going out there?
1: You, the <laughs> one universal yet specific listener. It's good to see you today. Good to see you. Hope you're doing good. Uh, we got a pretty fun show for you guys today. I agree. I don't know what it's going what's going to happen, but <laughs> I know that it's going to be great because yeah. our good, 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 good friend is here. We're looking at her right now.
0: Yeah, I can see her. It's Heather Campbell. She's everybody. waving.
1: Heather. Anne Campbell.
2: Hi, everybody. What's yeah. up? Hi. hi, Heather. Hi, how Campbell. are you?
1: This is huge.
2: <laughs> it's pretty great to see you guys.
1: Yeah. So dope.
2: Also, hi, listener.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we see?
0: speak to the one
1: listener.
2: You should get a different name for each episode so that they know that it's them.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Like Luke?
2: Yeah, today is Luke.
0: <laughs> hey, Luke.
1: That really would cut a lot of people out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> Yeah. It's more so, it derives from Mr. Rogers, when he would tape his show, would imagine mm-hmm. one person. Mm-hmm. Not a specific
0: person. This show's a total rip-off of Mr. Rogers'
1: name. You
2: have a Mr. Rogers, so it works. Exactly. Right, because my
0: last name is Rogers. That's right. Spelled different. Yeah. Yep, and I'm the
1: purple people eater. <laughs> not a part of that. Not a part of the show. <laughs> Grimace <it> from <laughs> Was
0: not purple <laughs> people eater? Wasn't he from uh I don't know.
1: No, I think you're. Confusing I remember the him.
2: trolley, the owl, the king, okay. the mailman. Well, is some look like,
0: weird? Big panda that would show up. <laughs> no, morning? dude. Maybe that's Captain <laughs> Kangaroo. I'm gonna find
2: this.
1: Yeah, you look that up, Heather. Uh, yeah, good tell, to see you. How the heck are you? I'm good.
2: I'm really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm. Tell tell uh, tell, our, tell Luke uh,
0: a little more about Heather, Scott.
1: Okay, Heather is a, a prolific comedic mind she is a a writer a performer i'd say one of the most amazing improvisers to ever grace the earth she just terrorizes the stage with any combination of other people at one point colton heather and i were an improv team called boo berry canadian holocaust that's right we got alex who's on the ones and zeros and guys hey alex who would play piano for us we did some musical improv Mm And we had a great time. When I first started doing improv out in Westwood, Heather was the first person that I really felt connected to. She was my first inspiration. And she is just uh, a beast and an amazing artistic genius and a wonderful person and a good friend.
2: I would love it if the podcast was just this. Mm -hmm. If you guys just just did this for an an hour hour and then I left, that would be great. (laughs) I'd feel real positive Mm -hmm. afterwards.
1: That's my intention. Cool. I'm also just being honest. Oh, You're fucking great. Thanks. And it's huge to have you here. Thank you. For me personally, this is a big deal. (laughs) It really is. Like Colton and you. And I met
0: Colton through you. Hi, Colton. Hey, you want to see something? What? Boom. Giant purple panda who used to show up on Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Later, Lady
1: Aberlin and uh, Henrietta Pussycat. at that creepy ass panda that would show up. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm impressed. I was actually googling Giant Panda, and the only thing that came up was Kung Fu Panda. So yeah, mm, and, uh, I, I found. Was, it. Well, you blew it. I was I waiting for that moment it. to say it didn't exist. So I'm. I yeah, Heather's fail. pretty great. Stand you know, uh,
0: I worked with Heather in Amsterdam for a long time. Yeah, in Chicago. Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Heather also is one of the writers for the new Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone series, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Your writer is supervising producer. You excited for the new show?
2: I'm super excited.
0: Yeah. I, I've only seen at the time that we recorded this podcast, only two episodes were out. The, and I've uh, seen th- only the, f- the the first one with I've Kumail. I've seen both because okay. I'm a real friend. Wow. So uh, <laughs> there's the stand-up comedian one with Kumail. Mm-hmm. Kumail mm-hmm. And, uh, and then there's the airplane one mm-hmm. with uh, Adam Scott. Mm-hmm. Adam Scott. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I think I can say this because the trailer is out, that one of them takes place in space.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. uh, so
2: for this podcast, that should be a huge event for you guys. You should live stream your response. Well, I'm gonna I'm well, gonna do an unboxing
0: idea. video of me watching the episode. Heck yeah. You're
2: gonna be in a box. I'm gonna be in a box watching the, box. the episode. <laughs> You're gonna I'm gonna do an
0: unboxing reaction video from in reaction video from inside a box. We open that's on a live stream. <laughs> After a moment,
1: Colton. Pops out of the box.
0: Smash that subscribe button. He
1: jumps onto the couch. <laughs> the
0: episode plays.
2: You should do like a Maru reenactment video. That cat that just jumps into boxes yeah, that yeah, yeah, are yeah. increasingly tall. Yeah. That
0: sounds smart. Oh man, I would yeah. fa- I would fail at like the third box. Which is I mean, but that's a horrible people, jump.
3: People would love that. I think yeah, right.
0: people would love watching you cut your face on a box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that had to be really exciting, though. Like, it's a reboot. It's a classic television show. You've actually worked for, I mean, at least two that I know of, shows that I grew up watching. So you were on Whose Line Is It Anyway? Mm-hmm. Right. And now you've worked for Twilight Zone, and both of those were shows that I would watch when I was a kid. Did you watch those shows when you were younger?
2: I did. Whose Line I watched, it was on Comedy Central. They would run, yeah. like, the... Uh... right. The reruns British. or whatever, and yeah. so I watched that growing up. And I actually—I don't know that I've ever said this, like on a podcast or anything—but I auditioned for Who's Line when I was eighteen, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. and oh, made, it, made it wow. all the way to like the callback call. I auditioned.
0: Probably that same round of auditions, I auditioned as well.
2: Was it in Texas?
0: No, I auditioned in New York, but oh. it was like a big audition for Who's Line. Wow! And it was like they were auditioning younger people.
2: Yeah,
0: I uh, auditioned for Boom Chicago.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah? Did you get in?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did you see me there? No. 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 I got a callback.
2: Hey, that's great.
1: This is early when I had just started improvising. So when I look back, like the callback... You had to bring a sketch in. Mm. I had—I didn't even know really what a sketch was. So if I, <laughs> if I had the transcript of what I wrote and brought in, it was fucking no wonder.
0: Oh, man, I wish I could see that. That was when
1: James Kirkland got on.
2: Oh, cool! True
1: oh, wow. Defonzo was in the mix. That's when Susie and uh, Susie Barrett and Brendan Hunt—they were there for the.
2: They were running the audition. The
1: audition. Running
0: the audition. Cool. Oh wow. Yeah. Crazy. Great. Yep. Well. Which
1: also somehow reminds me of, there was a night when Boo Berry had a show Mm -hmm. on a Thursday night, and the only people that showed up were me and Alex.
3: Oh, that was one of my all-time favorite shows. I know, it was magical. Wait, Um, Wait, what? What? Yeah, this is a real thing.
1: There was like a Thursday night indie show uh, at the complex.
3: Yeah, that was where it was.
1: And you are, you, Heather said, I can't make it, Colton... Like, was maybe going to be able to make it. You weren't able to make it. Oh. Jordan was doing shows at the time. It was just Alex and I. And so I walked out there. <laughs> People started laughing immediately because they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I proceeded to do uh, whatever, 15, 20 minutes of a solo musical improv show.
2: That's great. <laughs> I, did it, that. it, I did that once for a Heather and Miles show. Miles didn't show up. Mm-hmm. And so I called him and broadcast the call and shamed him to the audience. Right. And then did an hour long set by myself. Yeah. Where was he? He was at home. He just missed it. And by the time like he Like he forgot? I don't remember what the context was. But this wasn't like during the cage match run, was no, it? No, 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 okay. no. No. I although That'd be 20 uh, minutes. Becky uh missed the first part of a cage mats oh, match okay. once. But yeah, <laughs> so I had to do a full hour and I did a one person movie. Because yeah. uh, then it was like, what the fuck? I don't know. But then what? you started doing that. Yeah, then I started doing it. Well, I've that- seen
1: that advertised. Yeah. You, were, you do a one-person movie.
2: Yeah, but the the genesis of it was <clears throat> that somebody just didn't show up. Yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> back to me doing the solo musical improv with Alex. I then signed up for a cage match uh-huh. as that. Uh-huh. And I was in a tough time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> this was like kind of right before I was like thinking about getting sober. I had basically twenty minutes of like, you know me. Uh, you just
0: put it out on the table.
1: Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> oh, wow. real highs and lows. <laughs> yeah, I will part say part of that. it was me just like staring at the ground, like, should I get sober? Like, I don't know.
3: In the happen. show, <laughs> in the show. Okay, so as see, as yeah, you, as you were, were there, Alex. I, Alex I was. was playing, I, I yeah. played for both okay, of them. Right. <laughs> so. That That first show, show. that first one we did when you guys all didn't show up was top five best improv shows I've ever been a part of. Oh, wow. It was like standing ovation. And what was great is Scott played characters, which you guys all normally would do, which (laughs) made it even more hilarious. Yeah, part of it was an
1: interview where I interviewed you guys. And I was like, what's up? You can't show up? You're too good for me?
3: (laughs) But I remember the second show being, you literally stared at the floor and I didn't know you were contemplating sobriety. It was like, what's going on? And it was like top five weirdest shows I've ever (laughs) done.
1: Yeah, it was true. It started okay, and then I just had this feeling where I was like, what am I doing? Mm. Trying to do some. Here's a song with um, creating off the suggestion, you know? And I was just like, fuck this.
0: Beat yourself, bro. (laughs) Yeah, fuck yeah. Did you win? No. No. (laughs) No, You had the first show. No, but but I'll tell you
1: what. I I was outside the theater after the show. One person walked up to me, gave me their sobriety chip. And they were like, This meant a lot to me (laughs) You can have this And then I got a message From another gal Mm. And she was like Loved your show Mm. Do you want to go out sometime? oh oh wow well she seems like a great great pick she knows how to pick them and she, we, we went out once we went to the batting cages and uh you know i just wasn't really in a place to <laughs> yeah start batting... i think that's why she
3: fucking vultured on you bro was the batting cage your idea or hers
1: uh i can't remember maybe probably mine i'd like to go to the batting cages also so were you drunk I had to during question... the show no so I had to question
0: her. you were questioning your sobriety, but you were already yeah, I
1: maybe was like drinking or whatever. I, I don't know I just remember questioning it. but I had to question her. I was just sort of like, yeah you saw that show mm. and yeah. were enticed to yeah. reach out to me to go on a date. <laughs> so what is what's up with you? Like, what's up with your family? you know and she's, she's like, like well, s- my dad's an alcoholic.
2: Somebody on the edge. Is that just what like, she said? She oh said no really she did say that Oh, yeah. oh wow. wow. Mm-hmm.
1: She also said she dated Russell Brandt.
3: <laughs> I feel like I remember that girl.
1: Yeah, oh, uh, let's. Yeah.
0: I bet she would have been fun.
1: Mm. She was, yeah, a beautiful young lady, and I wish her
0: well.
3: Russell Brand, yeah. and her
1: name, first and last name, is no. just kidding. <laughs>
0: J.K. So on this show, uh, you know, we talk about a variety of different subjects, mm-hmm. and by variety, I mean two different subjects: <laughs> okay. music stuff and space alien stuff. I'm going to leave it up to you, Heather. Okay. If, uh... I love that dealer's choice. Yeah. Do you, what want, do you want to, want to, hear to about talk first? about some music, or you want to talk about some space? Can
2: stuff? we talk about both? Or do you have I mean, to go one way or the other?
0: Well, we each have brought. Yeah, we can talk about both. What? I'm listening.
2: What Is you that? Talking? F- uh, like a fryer. Audience, you know the it's audience. Like French is enjoying,
1: fries. <laughs> if <think laughs> the audience is enjoying the, uh, it's a beat, but well, well, I, a beat. I didn't mean to cut you off. What do you got?
0: Well, because Scott brings in a, you know what? Why don't we explain what's going to happen through a rap? Okay, great. Okay, check it out. Here's what's going to happen. Two subjects come up for clapping. I'll talk about aliens in space, and Scott will talk about guitars and bass. I'll talk about musical
1: instruments and genres Coming around circle and I'm on ya Coming up right behind, don't need to rewind I'm always in the present and I represent I'm talking about
0: Disclosure, Stephen Greer I'm talking about crazy green aliens over here UFOs, Pretty good. government projects That's what I talk about, no one can stop it And I'll be talking about space-themed music Blending the two of
1: that, so you can use it for whatever purpose you want. I don't mean to flaunt or haunt, but hey, you got the choice. So we'll
0: talk about place. Roswell. We'll talk about space. Talk about everything up in the place. Up in the talk place. Talk about probes. Talk about people getting taken up into a spaceship.
1: Mainly probes.
0: Are Plenty you into probes. probes? So Ford yeah. Probes. That's basically it. Heather, which one was do? What like do you think?
2: <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> <laughs> You, I mean, the, so how are you marketing this? <laughs> like, are you, are you? What are the? Yet. Are your tags just space and jams? Or
0: yeah, yeah, it's gonna be like space jams, UFOs, uh, probably like transcendentalism. Uh, also,
2: I, I feel like the also li-
0: transcendentalism.
2: <laughs> the listeners should, our our one listener, the, Luke, Luke, should really know that you guys did just freestyle that. That There's no like, you don't have notes People or anything. Know. Oh
0: yeah, we totally are freestyle rapping during this show as well. <laughs> we <laughs> like, pro- but we did forget to mention that up top. Yeah, We're going to be talking about these things and then randomly we we're going to freestyle rap.
1: <laughs> yeah, just get with the program everybody. Right. Yeah, we uh, have taken that for granted because in the first episode mm-hmm. we kind of laid out this is what we're going to do. It's mm-hmm. going to be these subjects, whatever other subjects mm-hmm. come up and some freestyle rapping. Mm-hmm. And thank you for
2: I started listen, on listening to a, a musician this week who okay. I think hits the Venn diagram right in the middle, mm-hmm. uh, who's this singer, Aurora.
3: Okay. Uh
2: So that's both Already. space and music. Because she's Aurora. Upper, Aurora upper upper
1: atmosphere. Uh, uh, up,
0: yeah. Uh, upper atmosphere. But yeah,
2: there. but that's caused by... Anyway, she's um, she's really intense uh, to watch.
0: She sounds like. Is this a singer?
2: Yeah, she's a singer. I don't know how old she is. The concert... I uh, saw her twenty
3: two, I'm looking at her wiki.
2: She she was, I think, nineteen or twenty when I saw this concert footage and a Norwegian singer, huh? She's awesome. She's awesome I don't know. You probably can't play any is that I don't yeah, know how right. You probably can't
0: play her music.
1: We're still here, figuring that. Anyway, uh, if
2: Luke, you should check her out. Specifically watch her sing. She moves a lot. Watch her, not just yeah. the
1: recording. Aurora. Aurora. That's awesome. Murder song. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm gonna jump on Her talking about space themed music and say that's what I wanted to talk about today. Oh, cool. I was looking up space music, space themed music, and it led me to Space Disco. Space Space Disco. Disco, What's that? Space Disco. Is that the
2: record that they put on the satellite that they sent out in (laughs) space in the 70s? (laughs) Yeah. Well, there is that. There's that
0: time capsule that has music from all different eras mm-hmm. Ooh, that's meant to like this space disco the fusion of disco music with mm-hmm. futuristic themes
1: absolutely so i've been taking some dives into more niche genres and that's yeah. what happens with a lot of genres mm-hmm. is starts big and then as soon as one band has a different take on it mm-hmm. whether it's a feel or a subject matter it starts off shooting into its own little genre I had talked previously about, you know, there's synth wave and synth pop, which became chill wave, and then another route was vapor wave, mm-hmm. which is more about like 80s and 90s vibe of like kind of.
2: Do you know the artist Idealism? He's my favorite chill wave. I guess that's what he would be. I don't know, yeah. but Idealism is my favorite.
1: Yeah, but you heard of vapor wave? Yes. Yes, Coldman never heard of it, and then you were you've been rocking it, huh?
0: Nonstop. Okay. He's like all Non-stop about it. Non-stop since I heard my first vaporwave song. <laughs> I, he loves it. I've <laughs> only been listening to vaporwave. <laughs> yeah, he, he texted <laughs> me a screenshot of a this playlist. Real or... He's being oh, serious. I'm being completely honest. Oh, man.
2: you should you should listen to idealism. Idealism. Then. He's great. Love it. And all of the related related artists on Apple Music are they're great.
0: That's...
1: That's awesome. Well, yeah, the space disco led me to a gal named Asha Puthli. Okay. She's from India, mm-hmm. Bombay, India. And she had a hit called Space Talk. So that was like the first space disco hit, at least referenced on Wikipedia. (laughs) That's a dope song. But she is uh, from India, but has had a lot of success with different genres and singing on different tracks. She sings on the Ornette Coleman album, Science Fiction. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ornette Coleman is pretty much the innovator and pioneer of free jazz. Mm Mm-hmm. Free jazz being no rules. Even though it's improvised and whatever, there's still a composition and a basic parameters of we move into these, you know, Alex, what is it, Alex? You know, you move into phrases and shit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was, what are the rules of jazz? Alex? Yeah. What are the rules of jazz? Oh,
3: God, it depends. Like, that's like saying the rules of improv. You're like, well, what improv? Are we talking mm-hmm. Harold? Yeah. Are we talking Commando? Are we talking like improvising more like. Comedy sports. Thelonious style.
0: Monk. What are his rules? I
3: mean, he still followed form, but it's just kind of a much more angular kind of vibe. Instead, of trying to come up with like, you know, let me go to a piano sound. Uh, you know, instead of doing more like lines, like, you know, where you do stuff like that, be much more angular. Like, oh, okay. hell
0: like, yeah, that sounds like you're mad at the piano.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that sounds like Thelonious Monk.
3: Yeah, all well, that. All also... more like.
1: Stoppy, starty he
3: Followed form and structure But it was just a lot more angular As opposed to being more fluid And more hmm. rhythmically Kind of like Yeah, just angular Is the right word to use And what
1: about Charles Mingus? Is that more fluid?
3: Charles is a lot more fluid a lot Swingy? Of his, yeah, his stuff was a lot more In the arrangements And the way he did All of his harmonies Absolutely mm-hmm. And then Ornette
1: Coleman Comes around And he's like Let's He's just like Free Can you just slap All of the played, keys yeah. at once Right now?
0: <laughs> he played saxophone That's, that's yeah. Ornette Coleman <laughs> Yeah,
1: he did <laughs> And then John Cage comes around. No, that was and earlier. I'm
3: playing John Cage as we speak. Right now? Yeah.
1: So he's silent? You know John Cage?
2: No, I
3: don't.
1: Okay. Yeah, you do.
3: Johnny Cage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> From,
3: uh, yeah, yeah. Ball punch, ball punch. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that ball- guy. <laughs> yeah, ball punch guy. <laughs> I- he used to hit us in the balls.
1: He's dead. Uh John Cage. John Cage.
0: I know, we're all Johnny, over the place. Johnny Cage is a character from a video game called Mortal Kombat.
1: Hell
3: buddy. yeah. We're breaking, <laughs> <game. laughs>
0: The joke is
1: John Cage, well, he's like a avant-garde composer, musician. But He has a, a famous composition called 433, mm. where the performer goes and they sit down at the piano. They start a timer, and for four minutes and 33 seconds, they just they're just kind of sitting there, and then they leave it after four minutes and 33 seconds, without playing anything on the piano, meaning the composition is whatever the sounds are that are happening within that time.
0: Wait. So why is the piano necessary?
2: Because the wood might creak and. <laughs> like why don't you just yeah. Why don't
0: you just set a timer and? The well, desire
3: anywhere. of music. Because what I, they I often would... do too is the piano player will close the lid over the keys when it starts and then open it when it ends and he'll turn pages <sighs> like mm-hmm. he's following the. Mu- that was an amazing sigh. Yeah, no way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like
0: they'll. He'll be like, okay, the timer. He'll open the keys, mm-hmm. and then he'll turn the
3: pages in a music book. He'll close the keys when he starts and then open them when he's done. And, you know, turn the pages. because Who art? goes to this show? I, I obviously did. It was in college. <laughs> it's art, bro. Yeah, it was the same time I saw Vexations, which was a 24-hour piece. You know, that's so, what you do in college, but not as an adult.
0: So, but to me, it just seems like somebody being like, how weird can I be? Yeah, well, it's, it doesn't, I don't think It doesn't it's, seem like the music kind of speaks for itself. You're like, oh, that sounds good. That's, I get why why that's interesting. Like, this just sounds like... It sounds like something I would do if I forgot to think of something to do for my show. I'd be like, you know what? I'll just go stand there and everybody will think it's profound. Steer
2: at the floor. Think about sobriety. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because
1: there's no such thing as nothing. That's still something. Well, I I get what you're saying. I guess what I'm saying is uh, within whether it's painters or uh, any sort of art form there's room for, let's open up how we look at and think about what music is and see if that opens our minds a bit as we move forward in an artistic move. Okay, More and, so and, than and, that.
0: And I guess I'm, I'm for that. So what did it do? What did, what did we learn from it? I think we learned there's music happening
1: in
2: the atmosphere all the time. In no, the... I think we learned there is no music, right? I think you learn like, oh yeah, it's just quiet. Yeah, I feel like you have to create a thing I feel like the absence of creation doesn't mean that creation happens spontaneously. It means that when you make music, currently, I saw you look to press a beat on your iPad, but Mm -hmm. in theory, the beat's already happening in this. I mean, like, you know. Mind blown. But I disagree. I think you got to press play
3: to have the beat happen.
2: You got to press play, right? (laughs) Yeah. Because music (laughs) Can
1: you just uh, say what you said again? No. (laughs) Sorry. What did you say? What were you saying,
0: Colton? (laughs) Because, like music is when the tree falls in the woods and you're there uh-huh. that's music right? right if we just go yeah but what if the tree doesn't fall isn't it falling no it's not but the
1: wind still blows
0: okay a that's squirrel a different walks thing, though. by but that's but not music but like, it's all happening we're making music animals don't make music uh-huh I mean, maybe you could give a little bit to like birds for being like tweet tweet tweet
2: tweet. tweet. I've seen it. I've seen a dog a dancing bit? on the internet, like straight up.
3: Like
2: you but play it's... a song and the dog or the beluga whale that listens to the mariachi band and kind of like what? Have yeah. you guys haven't seen Wait, that what? show? Yeah, no oh my god! There's a video of a mariachi band playing music at an aquarium, and a beluga whale comes up and mm-hmm. and like kind of listens, and it's amazing. But they're still making music. You know but what? There's also, though, I'm interested
0: though. <laughs> I'm interested in the guy. Who was like, "Hey man, I got us a gig." <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hell
1: yeah. Have you ever seen the one where it's like a bunch of musicians playing for a pasture of cows? Yes. And they all start And they all cows come up.
2: Yeah. That right.
0: was one of, one of when I was when I was touring with this uh, touring company Animals are w- musicians. Um, one of my favorite moments was getting out of the car. We were like had like stopped some uh, like a rest stop or something and people were going to the bathroom. And I walked over to this little field of cows, and at the time I had a little harmonica, mm-hmm. and so I was like, started playing my harmonica, and all the cows mm. came walking over and listened to the harmonica. My favorite
2: animal uh, experience I had on a touring company was that uh, we did a gig next to an ostrich farm, and we were given free sandwiches. And the gig was about to start, and I had most of my subway subway sized sandwich mm-hmm. left, and I was like, oh, I'll just. I'll give it to the ostriches. That'll be fine. So I tossed the sandwich into their pen, thinking they'd peck at it like birds. But one of them just grabbed it and throated the entire (laughs) sandwich. (laughs) I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to kill the bird. (laughs) I ran away.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I... Had to run from a pack of ostriches for something I sh- was shooting in Mexico, out two hours outside of Mexico City. We show up the first day of shooting. It was this project I shot for two weeks. And uh,
2: <laughs> I had to it run. A pack and not a flock. <laughs> You're whatever. whatever. It's like a, it's a pack, pack
1: of them. Yeah, they're
0: running, right?
2: Right. Yeah.
1: I would imagine flocks are flying. Um, <laughs> it was this tiny village in Mexico. There was like one main road with cobblestones. <laughs> that led to the church and we get there in the morning first of all I was walking down to eat breakfast I look to my left there's a father and he's with his son and they have a goat and he slices the throat of the goat
0: wait so this isn't while you're shooting this This is is just like the morning (laughs) before we started shooting
1: and he starts bleeding out the throat of the goat and the kid's just like hitting the goat with the stick like I was like oh (laughs) That's a, quite a picture of life. Like, that's what they're used to doing. And then uh, fast forward to shooting, and it was seven or eight ostriches that they had brought. And you got to run down the cobblestone road away from the ostriches. Hmm. And then after that, the guy I was acting with was climbing on, like, a pole away from the ostriches. And then I had to run into the ostriches and, then like, grab him and save him. I was so scared. The director just pushed me, in. <laughs> pushed me in. It was very scary. And then at the end of the day, after wrapping, uh, there was police there, but they all have ski masks over their face and like automatic rifles. Because of cartel stuff, police officers can't show their face because oh, then they'll recognize Fuck. them and then kill them and their family. Whoa. Wow. And so that was day one. Oh,
3: that's cool, my man. ostrich
1: story. <laughs>
0: what, was that, what was that for?
1: Uh, it was a funny or die thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was Jake Szymanski was
1: directing. Dave Ferguson was the guy acting with me. It was two weeks in Mexico City for Axe Body Spray. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Oh, fucking yeah. pit, pit chest. Wow. That's and, funny. yeah, the main thing we were trying to educate the Axe user on was how to use Axe Body Spray. They didn't know how to use it. So it was about, <laughs> so we'd also have to shoot <laughs> this fucking bullshit where it was like, pit, You squirt one pit, squirt the other pit, and then you spray it across your chest. Pit, pit, chest,
2: man—that's how you gotta use your Axe body spray.
1: So we. we This is an
2: unsponsored portion of the podcast. I don't
3: think anybody's buying Axe body spray. (laughs) Do you still use Axe?
1: Never used
3: Axe. Still, I used to. Not even on set no well I mean I think I have
1: throughout my
0: life yeah I used to every now and again I think when it first came out I was like oh cool I wish people could see that face I'll I'll put it up (laughs) on my Instagram you guys can check it out you wanna hit that beat yeah fuck yeah (laughs) Uh,
1: talking about so much
0: yeah we talked about music music talk about them ostriches talking about killing birds with our sandwiches
1: Heather.
2: What?
0: Hey, girl, what you do to my bird? What you feed it? What did you hurt? My bird is dead. He died on the floor. Barfed up. Six
1: foot. A minute ago, you had a foot-long sub. And now that bird is on the ground. Was that your grub in his throat? There's a long sandwich-shaped thing in his throat. What's up with that shit? We're bird detectives, and we're on the case. Not Ace Ventura, but we in the place. Specified birds. That's our thing, especially ones that don't fly. Check out my rings. (laughs) Check out how I sing. We need answers now.
2: Okay, okay. I'm sorry that I killed your fucking bird. I don't know what you just heard, but the bird is the word, and the word is the bird. Bird, word, bird. Now he's a dirt turd.
0: Whoa, that's cold. (laughs) You just insulted our bird. He wasn't that old. He was young. Half full life, and now you took it away from him with strike. I fucking hate birds. <laughs> oh shit! Whoa! Hey, take, stop grabbing my dick. <laughs> oh, she's I fucking ripping hate your dick. Birds. <laughs> she knocked over the table.
1: Well, the real shit has come out. It's like primal <laughs> fear, and I got no doubt she's like Edward Norton snorting cocaine deep inside in her brain she wants to kill those birds she's a fucking masochist murder that shit yo on the list is all birds ostriches pigeons too she wants to kill all the birds give them bird flu but i'm through with this shit birds need to live and i will never quit letting birds fly so majestic yo shit what the heck wait kid? put down
0: the gun please please don't shoot me and my partner we just scoop. Don't kill our families. Don't kill us all. We just wanted to solve the bird killer, y'all.
2: Look, it's time each one of these birds died. Then you watch me commit suicide.
3: <laughs> <Why is that laughs> bang part of bang it? bang! Now look <laughs> me in the face, bang.
0: Damn, Jesus and that's Christ. how it went. That's why we left this precinct where we were bird detectives. That job sucked. Yeah, yo, now I want to
1: ducks. Just giving them bread in the park. Yeah. I'm Iron Man Tony Stark because my heart hurts so bad. Yo, it makes me so sad to think about, you
0: remember when she shot herself in the face? Oh, yeah, I do. Definitely. Every day. It's messed up. So messed up to me. That's why I got crazy PTSD.
1: Yeah, same with me. PTSD. Same with me. PTSD. PTSD. Same 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 with with me. me. PTSD. PTSD. From the birds and the suicide.
0: That's that. Wow, that
1: was, that fun, was
2: that a fucking
0: story, man. So that's space disco, huh?
2: That's nice. Was that space disco or is that just a I think that was. sound?
0: I think that was just a sound.
1: I mean a lot of the shit I when I look it up, it's as easy as are they singing about space? <laughs> or like is there a sound that's kinda
2: like <laughs> there used to be this um, cafe on Fairfax that was shaped like you were inside of an asteroid. Like it was three dimensional sculpted moon rock. That wow. was the end. It was always lit with um, black light, even in the middle of the day. You'd go in, and it was all black light. What do they serve there? Coffee and maybe drinks. Uh, it was really uncomfortable and yeah. it smelled it terrible. Are, I don't remember. I'm sure that somebody could Google it. Yeah, I used to live near Fairfax I and remember. I would go there because it was fun.
1: You can't go and read a book or write on your computer, no,
2: in black light. It, it was, was uh, a sp- cosmic pizza. No. no, I don't think they served pizza Really? In my, mem- in my memory they did Maybe they did I thought there was a coffee shop shaped like a moon rock Yeah, I know I was there <laughs> What if you had to
1: work there? <laughs> Whole ships Where you're just like, I'm standing in this Fucking black light
2: I think about that with Bourgeois Pig on Franklin mm-hmm. That there's that like back room That's a forest <laughs> And I'm like, yeah. man people This is a place to work <laughs> Like, imagine that the forest was your favorite place to write. Mm. Speaking of, I've been doing a lot of VR lately. Uh, Oh, yeah? And there's a new app where you can go to different locations and broadcast your screen into the space so you can work at, like, a cafe or in the middle of the forest or something. It's pretty great. Nova. Nova. Nova Cafe. Nova
0: Express Cafe. Yeah, and it's Didn't closed now. It. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's been, been closed for years. Did they yeah. have
3: pizza or was that like a fever dream? <laughs> well, it definitely. Well, wasn't what's weird called.
0: is that when I have typed in your pizza name place, this place showed up. Whoa. Ooh. Yeah, Cosmic Cosmic Pizza at the Nova Ca- Nova Express Cafe. They sold Cosmic Pizza. There. Oh.
3: Okay.
0: <laughs> so they they try to diversify. Uh,
2: <laughs> you see the photos of that place, yeah?
0: It yeah, looks it's... completely ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> they sold
1: Cosmic Pizza.
2: It sucked. Oh, it did. But it, it was stunk also dunk in there. It oh, really smelled bad. Looks like they had, sort of,
0: like
1: they had all that, that set paint on. You couldn't
2: like, yeah, you couldn't wash any of that. So the yeah. surfaces were porous. Ugh. Like trying to wash the moon, you couldn't <laughs> do that. How many, yeah, it's it's
1: how many years ago? Would you go in there?
2: Over 10.
3: 10 yeah, over 10. Over, 10, over 10. When
1: I moved to LA, it was by like 14, 15 years ago, I did not have my own computer.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I had, you know, just a cell phone that could only text or whatever and call. So I had to go to the internet cafe. Mm-hmm. And so on Sunset and La Brea, uh, there was an internet cafe. Oh, I remember that. Place. That's where I had to check my email and stuff. And that place stunk. <laughs>
3: You're talking about the one by the Ross, right? Exactly. Oh, yeah. We just served food, to... and
1: it was like B.O. McDonald's.
3: <laughs> yeah, I used to go there. I was in the same boat, and I didn't have internet at home, but a laptop. I used to go there, too.
1: Why did so many places in L.A. stink 15 years ago?
3: <laughs> they really did smell
1: bad. Oh, yeah,
0: bad smell in city.
1: L.A.'s come from a ways. Ooh.
0: Let's take a trip into space. Right, so uh, now it's time to talk about some alien stuff and some space stuff. Today, guys, I wanted to talk to both of you guys a little bit about Bob Lazar. Ooh. You guys, you know who Bob Lazar yeah, is, I know all Bob right. Lazar. I thought you might know who Bob Lazar is. Do you know who Bob Lazar is? I do not. You're gonna love Bob Lazar. Can't wait. Uh, so Bob Lazar is a guy uh, who is a, uh, and it's kind of, sort of funny. He's a self-described scientist.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Same. Uh, <laughs> And he claimed to uh, work uh, at Area 51, and he claimed that he worked with alien technology, mm-hmm. that he was brought in to help back-engineer alien technology. So, yeah, a lot of self-claimed. A lot, a of, lot of stuff so, that he claimed. So he didn't really work there? Well, we don't know. You know, one thing that, a secret spot. So one thing that he did that he, he talked about, he's like, yeah, when I got the job there, what they would do is they would fly me in these unmarked planes to work at Area 51, mm-hmm. which is true. The people who do work there get flown in on unmarked airplanes. Wow. However, some of the other stuff that he claimed, you know, like uh, engine that had like perpetual energy and stuff like that. Yeah. This thing called element, I believe it's like element fifty-one or something. Some weird element that he claimed that he was like working with. That later they now have found the element, and they were like, "No, it doesn't do what he said it did." He looks a little um, like
1: Stephen King. I'm looking at the picture on your
0: iPad. He looks a lot like Stephen King. Yeah. He looks a lot like Stephen King. I like Stephen King. He's a like very, very creepy looking
2: dude. You know, um, Jimmy Carter, who was around, president around the same time, claims to have seen a UFO. He's the only true. president who said, I've seen a UFO.
1: Yeah. I got to say... He's one of my favorite presidents. Element 115, sorry. He's cool.
0: Uh, so Bob Lazar, uh, Just saying. you know, interesting thing about Bob Lazar is that when they did look into his history, he said like he went to schools and did all this stuff. They couldn't find stuff to confirm that. Yeah. But he did like to make homemade rockets. <laughs> uh, they cool. found that out. Um, you know, one One interesting thing is, though, he did describe a hand scanner that he would have to use. Yeah in order to get into the facility. And everybody was like, yeah, whatever. This is like, there was no hand scanners back then. People were like, yeah, all right, whatever. Well, recently it came out that they did have hand scanners and they show the picture of the hand scanner and it looks exactly like what he describes.
2: So is he, because there's a documentary that just came out about That's right. Uh, The question is, is he like a subcontractor? who maybe worked on some project at Area 51 and then used his knowledge of the facility to say, like, he knew that they flew in on planes and they used hand scanners, and then he's like, I'm going to make a living talking about UFO technology. Or when you work at Area 51, is what you see so fucking ridiculous <laughs> that, like, they're like, yeah, go ahead and tell... I mean, they're, we're not going to kill you because we're not going to validate anything you're saying. But nobody will believe... That if you touch the UFO, that it's like as light as a balloon and kind of floats, mm-hmm. you know, in some direction. Which I think was one of the things that he said about yeah. the polymers was so, like you could like touch the whole craft and it would just like kind of uh, levitate. He
0: walked. In, he walked into a room and there was just a, a UFO there, and yeah. it was just floating in the middle of the room. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he went up and he touches it, and it just kind of like moves the whole thing. I believe that. But it's like it. He makes sense to me that it makes sense to you that he really did it.
1: No, it makes mm-hmm. sense to me that. If there were these craft, spacecraft...
0: That you could just touch them and they move around. Yeah, like there's that.
1: something about being so advanced mm-hmm. where it's like on another... It's more a ment You know, the, yeah. the the elements of matter. It's not how we think of a wooden desk. It's more just... There's just more thought and yeah. space-infused yeah. in yeah. it. I
0: don't I know. I will say, though, in 1990, uh, he was arrested for aiding and abetting a prostitution ring. Well... Hmm. Uh... I so, guess I don't know He's a weirdo and But here's the other thing is that The other thing is People are like This guy's just trying to get rich Off all that UFO talk He didn't get rich off that
2: I mean you could make a
0: living If you're the go-to guy Yeah but he did make a living He was like He got discredited Kind of early uh... And like sort of People were like Beat it dude But then all the shit That he said Kind of remained In like UFO Like Maybe talk circles Maybe he knew somebody
2: years. Who worked there And got drunk with him And then Passed it off as his own identity. Like one of the Johns. The what? Oh, like one of the Johns was talking to a prostitute? Yeah, and he overheard it.
0: Oh, at uh, the prostitution hmm. ring. Is that yeah. what
2: a pimp does, is they overhear <laughs> the prostitution? Like they just listen to make sure nothing goes wrong?
1: And they steal the stories. It hmm. yeah. cool. This sounds
2: like good sex. And they're talking about Area 51. <laughs> I'm going to make my life off this. Yeah.
1: That's not where my imagination would have taken <laughs> me, but I hear you, Alex. hmm
2: <laughs> Do you guys believe, like, legit believe in aliens? Or do you just believe? So I'll 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 lead with saying I don't believe in, in- intelligent life, but I do believe there's life out there. I think it's going to be a lot. Like, if you look at the history of the Earth, most of the time is not intelligent life. It's mostly dinosaurs, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you go to other planets, it's just going to mostly be animals and okay. not aliens because I feel like we're the unlikely thing and even just the advent of human beings on earth is like a one in a literally billions and billions chances so you blow mm. that out to the universe and it's not, we're we are the only ones that's my feeling
0: what do you think colton oh i think there's definitely intelligent life out there mm. i think wow. i agree i think that uh Most likely there's intelligent life. Most likely have been here, but they just haven't really like, I don't think it's these aliens that these people are talking about. Yeah. I also think that there's a chance that humans are the product of an experiment that (gasps) extraterrestrials did.
2: Like a seeding technology? seeding
0: or like they seeds. came and they found like monkeys and they were like, let's fuck these monkeys up.
1: <laughs> let's make some <laughs> fucking weirdo monkeys. See what happens. In my imagination, it's um,
3: like a high school alien, like science project. It's true. Wow. I mean, it could be. Well, um, Heather, but, when,
0: sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So I just say yes, I do.
1: Yeah. I, I think I'm a yes too, because when you say there's a one in a billion chance that we're here, Sure. But I've heard figures of how many galaxies and such there mm-hmm. are, mm-hmm. like as many grains of sand on the beach. So mm-hmm. it's like one billion isn't that small of a number. Mm-hmm. One billion, but if there's billion, billion, trillion galaxies, Yeah, but then... you know
0: what? But it, but that is sort of like, you'd play like a game like Murder or Werewolf or something. Sure. And you'd hand out all the cards. Yeah, I never liked and you, games. And you wouldn't get the murderer, you wouldn't get the card that said M. Yeah. And then that would have you play two games in a row, and you'd be like, I didn't get the card that said M, so the chances of me getting the card that get our M are probably pretty big right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, they're not. They're the same chances they were the first time. So right. even though there's all those worlds, each one has the o- its own same chances as we do.
2: It's like if if you give the the old thing, if you give a monkey infinite years and infinite typewriters, that eventually it writes Hamlet. Mm-hmm. The truth is. Sure, maybe, but that still only happens once. I think we're the Hamlet that the universe created. But it's not like, oh, now that it's done it, it'll happen many, many times.
1: ah, 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 We're the ah, Hamlet ah, that the universe created. uh. We're the Hamlet that the universe created. Created. Say what you will. Say what you want. I believe in aliens, gonna do my thing, believe in that shit, you can't stop me, this is America, I won't quit, I believe in aliens cause why not, why not, my name is Scott.
0: To be or not to be, that is the question, my man get to guessing, with the hammer that the universe created. Where the mammoth that the universe masturbated.
1: <laughs> I love that shit. That's right. I love that, right? We came
0: out, we came popping that stack tight. Mm. We got our hands, we can pick things up and we can sing and dance. The truth is
2: that we are all stardust.
0: Carl Sagan, everybody.
2: We are space. And the universe is witnessing itself through science. It's my best Sagan.
1: It's fucking sick. Pretty good. Here, I got something. We're not matter, we're the space in between. It doesn't matter, so I can just sing. Whatever comes to my head and I won't dread that one day that I will be dead because I'm not even here. Does the song still play? Does the tree still fall? I don't play, I don't care. Because whether or not the weather is hot, it's Heather and Scott. And Colton Bolton, lightning, nature, (laughs) frightening.
0: Uh, Bring it back in. Oh, okay. Bring it back in. Bring it back in. Uh, okay. Hmm. Let's go. There is nothing either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. So let's grab the mic and go. Uh, I'm rocking Hamlin quotes all day long. Hell yeah. While I sing this crazy ass song. Carl Sagan popped up in the joint. Talk about little blue dots and smoking weed. Carl Sagan high as fuck, because he's dead in heaven. (laughs) But there is no heaven, so he's just dead. Deal with that. Hell yeah. Just as amazing as if it was the other way around. Man, Mm -hmm. turn upside down your frown. Ashes to
1: ashes, dust to dust. You ain't going to stop us from busting rhymes. Never crimes because we got good hearts. I'm the shit like farts. I stink and I'm great. Why am I saying this? Am I really paying attention? I'm playing this out and I'm still here. Call me Richard. I'm in the gears.
2: The truth is that the universe is infinite, but our options are limited. And so we must take care of this one blue dot that we've been presiding over for a very short amount of time.
0: That's right, to die, to sleep, to sleep, perchance to dream, aye, there's the rub, for in this sleep of death, what, dream what dreams may, may come.
2: come.
0: That shit was deep.
2: This is a fun podcast, guys. I know. <laughs> Ooh, what's this Uh-oh. one?
0: What's it's this time song? to take another deep dive. To the murder of Casey Anthony. <laughs> oh, sorry, not Casey Anthony.
3: The murder I of John Denae <laughs>
2: Fifth episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: sorry, I didn't know Is mean this to a laugh. segment? This is my segment. Does this happen I, every episode? Every episode, I take another deep dive into the murder of John Binet Ramsey
2: that's great I love this segment by that's the great. end of
0: this we this podcast we are going to solve the mystery of who killed John Binet Ramsey this JBR. Is amazing. what do you what do you got today Colton all right. Well, where we last left off, Scott was going to call his friend who lived in Colorado who might know something. <laughs> yeah, because because- I have a friend from Denver. As you know,
1: the murders happened in yeah. Boulder.
2: I saw the uh, documentary. One of the two. There's a documentary? About. <laughs> yes. All right. I'll have to check that out. Yeah.
0: We'll put that on our case study list. Yeah, we're uh, starting a strong foundation, basically, just kind of going through Wikipedia. We talked a little bit about the, ran- the ransom note. Ransom note. was written. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about the um, person who confessed to the crime. Right. Uh, I, did they find good. her body? Yes. Oh, they found it. Okay. They found, found, found it? In the basement. In their own basement. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, first, the police searched the place and couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. Then they searched the place again with the dad, and the dad was like, "Oh, let's look in this box. Oh, look, here she is." And then pulled her out there
1: by uh, contaminating contaminating the, the crime scene. Yeah. So
2: I mean, I don't fault him for it. Like, if he didn't kill her, and and you open right. that box, that I mean, that's the worst unboxing video anybody's ever <laughs> had to suffer. <laughs> wow! Terrible, terrible. What's the statute of li- limitations joking on joking about a <laughs> girl? Oh, that it's three weeks. Okay,
0: great, three great. Weeks.
1: You're good. No, but and yeah, look, I mean, that's I, part of what we're dealing with here is yeah.
0: the tragic, yeah. brutal death of a young girl. Yeah. Why don't we talk about some of the intruder theories? Okay. There are two types of theories about the death of John Binet. One is the intruder theory that was pursued by the Boulder District Attorney's office with whom the Ramses developed a relationship although the police may have had the Ramses under an umbrella of suspicion they and the prosecutors followed leads for intruders partly due to the unidentified boot mark left in the basement where John Binet's body was found
2: it's kind of weird that her last name is ramsey like like Ramsey's the Great.
0: You think that might be a clue? Like, like, I think Like Ramsey's so. from Egypt? Yeah. Because they weren't Egyptian.
2: I know, but they should look into it.
0: They should look into that. Well, because I, there I, is there's like a curse. There's a lot yeah. of Egyptian curses. I had uh-huh. thought about Gordon Ramsay. I wonder if there's a oh, relation shit. there. Oh, and he has that show where he yells at kids.
2: This is, this is what...
0: He does. He ever...
2: But this is how conspiracy theories happen. Get, yeah. <laughs> like Somebody on a radio show somewhere goes like, well, it just seems suspicious to me mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Gordon Ramsay yells at kids and Sean Benet Ramsey is a dead kid. Yeah. Yes. I think, you know, I'm not and saying then, there's something there, but there might be something no, So
0: there. then QAnon is like, let's get to the bottom of that. And then,
1: well, to continue down this road, Lynn Ramsey, the director, she just directed that movie You Were Never... Here with Joaquin Phoenix, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, where oh. he like saves and what you know, about Lynn Medwein? Yeah, he
3: saves the uh, saves girl.
1: young girls from like terrible situations oh, and he like yeah. murders. Oh, was it was great.
3: It was based on the uh, Jonathan Ames book.
2: So maybe right. the last name is linked to violence against children, no matter what. Hmm. I doubt it, guys. I don't believe in any. Well, of this. I think there's an None easy way to do real. this yeah, by I just looking up. None of this is real.
0: By looking up Ramsey name. And reading what it means. Ramsay, Scottish. It's the name from a place in the Huntingdonshire, now part of Cambridgeshire. So called from Old English haramasa, wild garlic, e.g., island or low lying land. There are other places in England called Ramsay but the one in Huntington Shire is almost certainly the source of the surname.
2: I'm well, I don't know. <laughs>
0: so, I mean, I think we might have a, we might have a lead. I, 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 <laughs> I don't
3: know why that's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Maybe that's where we should uh, record our next episode. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but honestly, Heather, I hear you, and, and that's part of what we're dealing with is where is humor where is reverence uh, <clears throat> and I think it all swims together and that's just the way it is and if yeah. it happens to hit people we understand and we're offended by murder too yeah I mean I know uh, only fools murder only nerds really only nerds only nerds murder we I... had a freestyle that we realized only nerds murder
2: I really take offense at nerd being used as a pejorative as somebody who... I feel like
1: Oh, is nerd culture
2: trying to like reclaim? What? No, hold on. What you I'm talking about nerds. I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying that like, are you a nerd? I'm a huge nerd, but I also feel like okay. we y- uh, marginalize intelligence.
0: Lame. What about dorks?
2: That all of it. I feel like anytime you are like dismissive of somebody because they have like intellectual interests, it's doing like it's it's bullying.
0: Well, hold on a second now. Yeah, we said nerds murder. We didn't say nerds read a book. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but nerd is the. What is a nerd?
0: I don't know. What's a nerd to you? A you're the one. You're person. the one who wants to label nerds. I don't. A, know. a lame person. Someone who's not cool.
2: It's also that's also awful because lame is hand. It's it's handicapped yeah, in some okay. some way. Okay. So
0: what word it's, can we use to insult people? You I, give us the word that we can use now. I
2: don't know. Well, Human being. Ooh, well, that nobody's gonna all get all of us.
0: No, that'll get everybody. What about a uh, chump?
2: I, w- I don't know the etymology of chump.
0: But... Oh, so that's still good. Only, so. chump's, Only chumps murder.
2: <laughs>
0: well, we're okay, definitely so until she figures out the etymology of chump, which I'm gonna look up right now. Oh, Hold on. Uh oh. We've gone down a lot of
1: darker places. We've pondered a lot of deep questions. But I think we found some insight. I think we have, and and really, when you look at things, welcome to Scott's super spiritual corner system where I uh, I bring in some ancient wisdom sometimes a channel some spirit guides we'll see where it takes us today
0: I'm not necessarily on board with this part of it okay
1: <clears throat> so murder sucks and, and uh, people being offended by names that sucks but when you really look at it it's it's, it's the ego mind that takes offense it's the ego mind that's desperately trying to form a personality and decide i am this or i am not that but as we've talked about space and 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 carl sagan you realize that we're all just subatomic particles ever changing and moving through the universe and at the core we are just infinite light and stardust and so any offense you take is based in the fear illusion of what a personality is. What? <laughs> so Heather. Yeah. How are you?
2: I'm great. I I mean as far as I identify as self, the thing that observes yeah. my action, I'm good. It's great. Life is awesome. I, I think she was just
0: saying Do you don't want to call people nerds, man.
2: Yeah, that's all. I just think nerd is a, is a term that's thrown around a lot and maybe we shouldn't use in a negative way. It makes kids insecure. Like, if you like things like Carl Sagan, mm-hmm. but then you hear adults calling people nerd or using nerd in a negative way, you might uh, bury your own interests and and be ashamed of them. Judgment on the whole is maybe something we should avoid as best we can.
0: Agreed. I mean, Agreed. in theory, I agree. <laughs>
2: that was really But nice. I, still,
0: I still like to sometimes start like an Instagram post or something with, Hey, what's up, dorks? <laughs> yeah. And sometimes I say that when I walk into a room. But I don't even know what a dork is. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. It, you do it with a
1: sense of irony. It's almost like a There's throwback. There's
0: irony to it. I don't really think the people are dorks or even what that means. <laughs> it actually comes from uh years ago, uh there was a show a a show that we did for high school students and Paul Shear was on the show. And you know, they got all the 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 students like quiet and Paul Shear like walked out onto stage and the lights went up and somebody in the audience just went What's up, dork?
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's funny.
2: It but is uh,
1: funny. The is
2: timing funny. is funny. The timing is funny, you know.
1: And uh, the silence, the, the the uh context is super funny. Yeah. But yeah, uh yeah. I I use a uh, ding-dong. I find myself a couple using ding-dongs, ding-dongs like these fucking ding-dongs. huh
0: Yeah. But there's a lot of words, you know, a lot of words that I've had to stop using. In sure. my in my adult life, I think absolutely.
1: I, I
2: think I use garbage. Ugh. You call somebody garbage? Yeah. I, I say garbage. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Like ugh, these people are garbage. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I use wow. that. I often that's call, rough. Like,
1: I often call just like a certain like scenario or scene or sort of whole feeling or something. I'm like, This, this is garbage. Garbage. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of words, and I I love that. I and I appreciate you. So sticking up for that, Heather. I'm totally in agreement. Like, I think people who...
2: Colton <laughs> rolled his eyes. What? I said, <laughs> yeah. I said, yeah. No,
1: I, I think that's huge. I think people who are so stuck in their ways, like, whether it's more of a public experience and dialogue of uh, the transgender community or, you know, all the stuff around that, like, people who are like, no, this is this, and I'm always going to call it this. It's, uh, it's bullshit.
0: It's good to be aware, like, into... Yeah, and not go. But I like to use that word, you know. Like, yeah. you got to get past that part and just go, okay. But yeah, what if you know? What if Luke, who's listening to this podcast, mm-hmm. and we're like nerds, and Luke's like, does that mean I can't tell people about my magic cards? You right, know? He should be happy about his magic cards, Luke. Yeah, whatever
1: you're into, that's cool. Yeah, man. If you have something you... in your heart and you feel connected to it, that's yep. great.
2: I agree. We uh. should figure out what the least functional animal in the animal kingdom is and use that as our new pejorative because they don't know the it, difference yeah the animal doesn't know the difference yeah, and it's not really like cool. you're making fun of the animal itself like there's no animal to take offense of the thing like if there's a kind of seahorse or something and it's like oh man
0: like a well. starfish
2: <laughs> you fucking starfish <laughs> <laughs> That's cool.
0: I, I, like, I like starfish. It's like, yeah. cool because because people yeah. also might be like, oh cool, they call me a starfish, but you'd know you'd be like, no dude, you just like sit there on the ground and suck dirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you
1: do. You fucking starfish.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. That's what we learned from today's episode mm-hmm. when it comes to this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think we all culturally have like those words that we use that we we don't even connect them to the thing that they're even from. We just use Mm -hmm. them, they become this word, but we don't realize how words affect. And you gotta Mm -hmm. especially when we're in adult positions and, you know, in media and stuff like that. It's it's important that we put the message out there that it's okay to not say those words. It's okay if you said those words of the past to move forward from that and go, you know what? I'm not gonna do it anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be more mindful of that.
1: Yeah. Nah.
2: What? (laughs) Wait, who's this guy? Where'd this guy come from? I read some post online today about like how everybody's fighting against political correctness or like, you know, mm-hmm. that that's like the one of the buzzwords is, oh, you know, so PC. P- everything's PC now. And that, like, if you really talk about what is not politically correct to say, like, for example, that forty percent of police officers are domestic abusers, right. you can't say that like you can't be a popular candidate for office and say, <laughs> well, I think we should consider that forty percent of police officers are domestic abusers, yeah. people would lose their minds, or stuff about the military industrial complex, you can't run for office and yeah, and say that shit.
0: let's right. spend less money on the military,
2: yeah. What? What?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone's so PC.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Why can't I just... <laughs> yeah, so it's only... A, PC's
0: only a bad thing when they're when they're saying there's something you need to do yeah. differently. Yeah. Or something you need to say differently. Yeah, exactly. But have you watched old movies? my god <laughs> you watch a movie in the 80s like a movie like Monster Squad <laughs> yeah
2: yeah Monster you're Squad like, they use the F word oh
0: they go all out
2: of Monster Squad and you're like yeesh yikes
1: honestly I was I was shooting something in Vegas directing something out there and so I, wa- I watched The Hangover
2: uh-huh.
1: just to go oh they're yeah. going out to Vegas you know see mm-hmm. what this looks like third scene in Bradley Cooper they're yelling at Ed Helms from the sidewalk like mm-hmm. come on you fucking F you know mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like in old school Luke Wilson gets into the cab and yeah. it's like you're a fucking F you know yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like
0: first scene of the movie in old yeah, it's school
1: like, oh, okay cool wow it's the
0: opening scene of the movie in old school he gets in the car and the cab driver drops the, the F word on him Yeah, like right away and it's like what the wow man this yeah. is like what four or five years ago Probably wow that, but like a decade
3: now more than five years <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I was I still in, in college when that came out wasn't yeah. It? yeah but yeah. that's What's all to
1: say yeah, yeah. Nothing. Yeah. (laughs) That's all to say stuff. Things
2: have changed very quickly in the last decade. Absolutely. There's a a tipping point that's been reached with uh, online culture and uh, visibility. Mm -hmm. And that's all very cool. And I can also understand why it's unsettling for conservatives who just want things to be the way they are. Hmm. Why does things have to change that the pace of change as we approach the singularity? when we become one with that's space. Gonna have, that's gonna oh, be yeah.
0: another episode, big. Hurts well. We're gonna have <clears throat> to come back to the Singularity, because that shit's crazy. <laughs>
1: Yo, I think we're on our way to wrapping up, right? I think so. Are we on our way, though, to wrapping
2: up? That's nice.
1: I think we are. Stars. Who knows where this is going?
2: Are the intros always the same length? with
1: a ideally
2: uh yo,
0: yo 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 don't say nerd
1: don't say it don't spray it i want the news not the weather thank you for bringing that up
0: heather be cool don't be a jerk be nice don't be mean be cool don't be but stupid don't do it don't be a fucking starfish! Don't be a jerk, even if your name is Steve
1: Martin. What's up with that shit? I'm parting with those people who refuse to change. I don't think you're lame, that means you can't walk, and I won't say the same things that we used to. There's room for evolution in my mind and around you. Put stuff behind. I'm not a conservative, no need to rewind. We're moving forward. The truth is. Oh shit!
2: That some people are better than other people. I think it's okay to be a misogynist. What? Shove somebody in the street. Who's this dude?
3: (laughs) Carl?
2: Carl's back! I'm gonna take out my dick at a conference. Please don't do that. For women. Don't do that, Carl. Oh snap!
0: Yo, Carl what you're Sagan saying? is a zombie that went fucking crazy. Going around pulling these out in front of ladies. No, no! Oh do it. snap, we gotta stop this. We gotta stop zombie Carl Sagan from this
2: shit. I cannot be killed. I walk the earth, cursing and cursing everyone I touch. Eventually, the planet will be only Sagan. It will only be
3: Sagan.
1: Sagan versus Ramsey. Yo, can you see that this is the future of the planet that we live on to the break of dawn? It's Sagan's versus Ramsey. Zombie Carl
0: Sagan fighting Dejanai Jena- Ramsey on a mountaintop. It's crazy. The rain is falling. This thunder out. JonBenet Ramsey pulls Carl Sagan's throat out. Carl Sagan don't stop. He picked JonBenet Ramsey up and throw her to the drop. Off the cliff, they both fall. At his eyes, she does claw.
1: But then they look each other deep in the eyes. And this is the moment that they realize that it's all lies that they thought before. Let's fly into space, we can explore, yo. Just before
0: they hit the water, they both stop. Then they start to float all the way up, up into the sky. They never miss. And then jump been a Ramsey and Carl Sagan kiss. Yo, let me
1: take you down through the stars down. Yo, I'm Carl Sagan. I'll take you far. You're a young lady, and you live on in the next realm. Yo, hanging out, playing drums with Cleve Helm. <laughs> Some people will get that reference, but hey, yo, John Bunet, Ramsey, and Carl Sagan say, We're having a great time flying through the stars. We're all infinite stardust. We got them space bars. Yeah. Jam
0: Space.
2: Jam Space. Jam Space.
0: That's right, y'all. It's the Jam Space. <laughs> Thank you so much to our special guest, Heather, Heather Campbell. Thank Campbell. you. This has
2: been crazy,
1: guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's the idea.
2: It's been great. You should do this.
0: Yeah, we're going to do it some more. The you podcast? Should, yeah,
2: you should do this podcast. We're doing it. It's great.
0: Yeah. We're having a great time. Yeah. We're having a great time. We had a great time hanging out with mm. you. Uh, be sure to check out Twilight Zone if you haven't seen CBS it. CBS All where, where Access. Where else can people check you out? Oh, Heather? man, I,
2: I, uh, this summer I've got my own podcast. Okay, uh, tell us with, about it. With uh, Nick Weiger. Oh, cool. Uh, called How Did This Get Played? We'll be reviewing the worst video games of all time.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So is it sort of like a play on how did this get made? Yeah, the, it's a the,
2: it's sister uh, uh, podcast. Very oh cool. Oh, I love oh, that. I love Nick
0: that. Weiger, yeah, it's going to be super and fun. And Nick Weiger, also from a... Doughboys. Doughboys podcast. Yeah. Hell really yeah. Like. So that's yeah. one yeah. of that's I'm super excited about One of my that. favorite podcasts. Yeah. I asked
1: them to be on it. They said Yes but they never come back.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness, man. Wow.
3: Maybe oh, now guys. that I have this podcast. Yeah, yeah. You're, I'm boycotting until you're on. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, Love
1: do Doughboys. <laughs> I, I don't take it personally. It's, you know, there's a million zillion people to have on. Are you going to talk about
0: that new game? Oh, it's the game that I just got. It's so bad. Oh, not good?
2: Kingdom Hearts? No. Okay. no it was awful.
0: supposed to be like, it was basically supposed to be like Destiny. Uh, anthem? Anthem. Anthem. Oh. Anthem. No I have not played it. Uh, the first game I played, like, I flew around for, like, five minutes and then all of a sudden fell through the map and into, like, a... Uh, out of the game basically my character was just spinning around <laughs> in limbo oh like a you know, glitch like, like it was like a glitch yeah uh, my character just like
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> wasn't quite ready well, immediately yeah. after I got it uh, well that's awesome take a look for that how did this get played how did this get played and um, thanks Dude, so I'm much i for that hey yeah. guys we'd love to hear your beats if you got beats that yes. you want us to play uh, we got an email you can send them to Scott what's did, that email
1: it's jamspacepodcast at gmail.com Yeah, reach out to us there's either a music or space story you want to hear or yeah if you make beats send us send it to us and uh we'll we'll rap over it we'll give you a shout out a lot of the beats today were jordan katz uh my friend uh, Peg Leg Roberts from my old band The Dingies and he has a solo Record under the name Dread Pirate Roberts uh, That's the beat with the claps at the beginning Nick Nick Barron's making beats In the house Yeah, and, uh, We got
0: some beats for $20 beats $20 so beats <laughs> Yeah, twenty dollar We're having a great time uh, <laughs> So yeah and uh, you know uh, Go ahead and uh, subscribe to this podcast yep. uh, And uh, maybe some point we'll have ads Or something but not right now <laughs>
1: Yeah, they'll go in between the actual podcast. Uh, so, yeah, you know, yeah,
2: advertisements. We'll do
1: them later. Yeah, only cool products though. If your product sucks, and has we a lot of plastic, we're not doing it. Uh, all right, guys, that's the jams space. <laughs> well, hold on, Can I want to end there? people on a positive note. Oh,
0: that's right, we got to talk to Luke.
1: We 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 end the podcast talking to this one listener, and we we send them on their merry way. We get them okay up. So okay. We all want to say something real positive to Luke as they go along their day. Um, Luke, you're awesome. Uh, I love your hair. And uh, I love that you you have a passion in your heart and whatever like makes, you, makes time go by fast because you're having a ball just doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, rem- remember that and uh, get into it. You deserve good things in your life. You're a good person. Mm.
0: Good to see you, Luke.
2: Good to see you, I'll Luke. will see you next time. I know that doubt and failure can sometimes define you as a person. You shouldn't let your past failures define you in your future. And I personally forgive you for drawing your lightsaber on Ben Solo. Yeah. He did have evil in his heart, but mm-hmm. you shouldn't have pulled away from the Force mm-hmm. just because of one mistake. So, Luke... Let it go.
0: Let it go, Luke. Let it go. Get off that island. Jedi meditation, that shit. Hell yeah. And be you. And also pay your bills, Luke. Always pay your bills. This has been Jam Space. Jam Space. All right. That was fun, guys.
2: (laughs) That was super fun.